Episode 215, Visual Boot Camp, producing dynamic media content for your screens. Part 2. Let's do it. This is the definitive podcast for helping you plan, create, and execute dynamic worship experiences at your church. Useful, practical content in the areas of production, worship, communications, first impressions, and more. This is Making Sunday Happen. Well, hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Lots of new people joining us this week on Facebook, so thank you for watching the show there. Uh, Feel free to comment and let us know what you think about the show. We'll try to do a watch party on Facebook every week so that you can jump in and ask questions uh, to me and our team as you watch. Uh, You can also find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast app, so be sure to join us wherever you watch and listen. Thank you very much for doing so. We're praying that the content is beneficial to you and helps you transform the worship experiences at your church each and every week. At 1230 Media, we help you with your worship experiences through ready-made worship media content, custom media built from scratch for your church, and also training resources for you and your teams. 1230.media is our website if you'd like to check us out more, 1230.media. Today on the show, we are jumping right back into my visual boot camp workshop from SALT 18. I'm walking through every aspect of your screen content in a worship experience. So that's announcements, countdowns, message and series content, performance songs, uh, and other things as well. So uh, I'm walking through a worship experience as if you're looking at the screens the entire time, and I'm talking to you about how to enhance those elements of your worship experiences. So some ideas for different ways to do your announcements and different ways to do your countdowns, um, talking to you about message and series content again uh, and more. Uh, for the full workshop PDF to follow along, I want you to go to 1230.media forward slash visual bootcamp, 1230.media forward slash visual bootcamp to get the entire workshop PDF. So it's not fill in the blank. Uh, it's all the content is right there for you. 1230.media forward slash visual bootcamp. You can follow along on that document as you watch the workshop or listen to it. All right, we will dive right back into part two of my workshop from last year's SALT conference right after this. Check this out. Okay, 
Let's talk worship slides. <laughs> All right. I think uh, Jonathan Malm is doing a whole session on this sometime this, this week. Um, so I'll kind of, I won't camp out here too much, but I will for a little bit. Okay. Okay. So let me talk through this. The biggest uh, tip that I can give you probably is uh, when it comes to your worship slides, your lyrics, your, your teams, your, your tech team's uh, role in uh, partnering with the worship team um, is to meet with your worship leader every week. I will say this. You as the tech team are worship leaders also, okay? Whether you're moving a fader, you're pushing a button, you're advancing lyrics, whatever you are doing in your tech team, you're a worship leader, okay? If the congregation doesn't have lyrics to sing on screen, like your, your church went from hymnals to screen, okay? If, if there are no hymnals in your, in your sanctuary and they're looking at the screen and there are no lyrics on the screen, they're not worshiping because they don't know the songs by heart. Um, so you are a worship leader, definitely. So meet with your worship leader at least once a week. So here's what I did. Uh, I would have a set meeting like every Thursday for 15, 20 minutes, and I would meet with my worship leader, and there were several things that we would talk through. We would have it in the tech booth or in the production room, okay? I don't go to worship leader's office. They come to me, and here's why. Worship leader, I want you to look at the ProPresenter machine and walk through all the songs and make sure that everything is exactly the way you need it in the arrangement that you need it. Is there anything that we can change right now for you? And I'll go ahead and change it right now, okay? Um, uh, another reason why I met with them is to talk through camera shots. So uh, who, who does iMag? Do a lot of, you guys do iMag? Linda, you guys do iMag? Ca cameras on screen. Okay, so a few of you do. All right, so I would walk through the song with my worship leader and say, okay, is there, a, is there, is there any place in this song where there's a solo, a, a, a singing solo, a drum solo, a guitar solo? Is there anything going on big that I need to make sure that we get on camera? Or maybe in that spot we go to a blank slide too. So from the lyric standpoint, we're going to put a blank slide there because there's a long instrumental there. So there's no reason to... See, all that came out in my meeting with the worship leader, okay? So with the, with the camera shots, here's a trick. If there's a guitar solo or some type of special moment, I would use slide labels in ProPresenter, and I would create a slide label that says drum solo here. And then I would back up three slides and say drum solo in three slides. And I would have the ProPresenter operator during the middle of the worship set on comm say drum solo in three just write out loud on comm that would tell everybody that would get the camera person okay that i'm cl clued in i need to get over to the drums that would clue in the director okay i got this coming up that would clue in the switcher operator it just clues everybody into okay that's that's coming and then the the they would say when you get to the slide, drum solo right here here it is and then then okay ready to and cut to two it, it just prepares everybody so, but that all started with the meeting with my worship leader every week, okay? Um, you can catch little things. You can catch spelling mistakes. Um, 
You can catch arrangements, uh, anything like that. And be sure they're paying attention <laughs> um, when you do that, okay? All right, so yeah, ask them questions about who's singing, any special band moments or anything else um, that would help your team. Do not bash your worship leader, okay? So don't be in the moment on Sunday going, gosh, they always do that. If they would just, God, Lee, why are they singing? Enough? This is not how we have it, okay? I'm going to encourage you to not go that direction because, you, one, you're on the same team. Two, you're creating bitterness and volunteers are seeing that, okay? You are on the same team. So if you can get with the worship leader ahead of time, do that. If there's a mistake that keeps happening, hey, the lyrics are always wrong and we just can't seem to take that up with your worship leader during the week, okay? So go to them and just say, you know, hey, this is something that we're struggling with. I'd love to, to talk through that on our weekly meeting because we seem to, the arrangement seems to be off. Is there any way that we can, but do that between the staff member or volunteer to staff member alone and don't bash them in front of people and be willing to flex and go with the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. here's another tip. Stop hoarding the content, uh, the input of your content. Here's what I mean by this. Um, a volunteer can put in lyrics, okay? A volunteer can put in videos and images and announcement slides from your communications team and, and so on. A volunteer can do that. So I've talked with several churches that are like, hey, why isn't a, a volunteer? Oh, mm -mm, I, don't, I don't trust a volunteer to do that. That's too, that's too important. I probably have a different mindset in this, and I think that every position uh, on your tech team can and probably should be run by a volunteer. Um, if, if I can learn how to do it, I think somebody else can probably learn it too. Um, so this is something I want to encourage you that during the week, whoever is putting your, your show, for lack of a better word, together, try to give that up to a volunteer. That's a great volunteer position. And it also takes them out of the stress of Sunday. Or they, they could run it also, but it can create another position during the week that's not the on uh, on Sunday. Make sense? Does anybody do that? Does anybody have volunteers or whatever do your you do? I have some bad stories of, like, like. Do you have to go go behind them and check them quite a bit, or how's that work?
I want to encourage you to create systems and put those systems in place to start passing stuff to volunteers. And I think the input of your content into your presentation software is, a, is kind of a good in. And it also helps them create ownership. It also helps them know what's involved during the week and know how to execute it better on Sunday. There's just a lot of benefits to doing that. Okay, limit your lines of lyrics to three, maybe four. Uh, for a hanging word, don't, don't go more than this. We've all seen something that looks kind of like this. I still see this. And it, yeah. Okay, so tell, tell me what's wrong with this worship slide. So what? Um, the, these, the backgrounds, these, these, these kind of things are kind of out. Um, I still see them. Uh, the font is terrible. Uh, yeah. The, you can't read it in the white. It's just bad. Okay. So here's a much better example. Okay. Two lines of lyrics, maybe three. Keep it simple. Be consistent with your fonts and your font size. Choose one font for your lyrics and stick with it the whole day. The only exception, maybe, um, is if you're doing a performance piece and you want some you know, special lyric to, uh, font to be the lyrics for that song, or if you're doing a lyric video or something like that, it might be an exception, um, but that's the only exception. So stay with your font, stay with it all day long. Um, choose a font that's readable, and that doesn't overwhelm your screen like that. Uh, I just showed you, and I gave you some fonts that are trendy. So here is an example of, I think this is Gotham. Um, oh, I got off, it's not centered, but. All right, so this is pretty trendy now with the, like a rectangle around the lyrics. You can set that as a template in ProPresenter. Um, here's a good example of lyrics for iMag. Two lines. Uh, really nice and readable. I think this is maybe a Nexa Bold, I think is the font on this one. So keep it pretty simple and readable. All right, let's talk capitaliz capitalization. All right, so uh, I just showed you two examples of lyrics that are all caps. That's a way to go. If you don't all caps, then uh, you can, you know, some people only capitalize I's, some people, and names of God. Um, either way you do it, be consistent, like have a rule and stick with it. So we only capitalize the first letter of the sentence, unless it's an I or a name of God. Like that is the rule, we're going to stick with it. Just, that's cool, just be consistent. Um, if it's all over the place, it's, it's weird. So have some capitalization rules, Okay. Punctuation rules. Here's what I'm going to suggest. That you know, don't use them. Okay? Uh, question marks, yes. Everything else, no. If there's a comma at the end, delete the comma and take it to the next line. Okay? Don't use semicolons. Don't use parentheses. Just get rid of all of it. Okay? All right. Orphans and widows. All right. Don't leave one word orphan on one line like that. 
um, and then center your, center your lyrics. Anybody seen that where it's like one, that drives me nuts. It's like hanging one, please just fix it. Okay, here's a big one. This is like my big soapbox, okay? You, you have to lead lyrics. So if you uh, train, when you're training your lyric operator, the major thing to teach them is how to lead lyrics, okay? So I'm gonna teach you a good rule of thumb, okay? You're gonna hit, uh, by the way, I would, and I think I'm gonna talk about transitions, I would stick with a cut for your, pretty much your entire service, okay? So some people will use d dissolves. I'm, I'm finding that a cut, even on the slow songs, just cut the lyrics all day long, um, and it, it, lo it looks good. Um, if, if you have to use a dissolve transition, one or two seconds, that's it. But here's my rule of thumb for leading lyrics. That word, every single time, okay? No matter how fast, no matter how slow the song is, the word before the last word is when you hit it, okay? So that's my rule of thumb, and it, it works. You, you have something? You wanna say something? I'm talking, to, I'm talking to you, man. Did you want to say anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So no matter how, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, no matter how fast or slow the song is, that's my, that's my rule of thumb. And it, it usually ends up because your, your mind reads that last word automatically. Okay. Anybody have any comments on that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I tried to wrestle with that and say, like, okay, if it's a slow song, then, then hang on just a second and I, I, all right now. But it's so hard to kind of, like, teach people to feel it out that if, if I tell them that, it usually works. Like, I mean, there might be occasionally where it's, like, a little bit too fast or a little bit too slow, but that usually seems to work. Did somebody else have something over here? Do y'all use, yeah. It does, it does. I found that this technique works with non-musicians really good too, because it's pretty, you know, word before the last word, every time. Um, do y'all use Planning Center for your stuff? Do, do you guys, uh, do you rehearse during the week? Your, does your band rehearse during the week? Okay, do they record their rehearsal? Okay, so there's a tip. Record your rehearsal. So like if you rehearse on Monday night or Wednesday night after church or whatever, record your rehearsal, then put it up on Planning Center. And in your weekly email to your team, telling them, hey, here's all the information about Sunday, give them that file. 
and say, hey, here's, here's the exact worship set. Here's the arrangement. I mean, this is our team doing it and, and have them listen to it, you know, attach the uh, MP3 or whatever. Okay. And they can start familiarizing themselves with the song. All right. Anybody else on? That's serious, man. Wow. That's that's serious. Wow. Wow. Um, I think I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit later, but um, that, that's a good point. Like, if it's really spirit-filled or, like, you have no idea where, where you're going, a couple of notes there. One, it's better to have nothing on screen than the wrong thing on screen, okay? Um, and secondly, your volunteer needs to know how to go find songs from your library and pull them in and, and apply the template and, and start that song, okay? I, I see a lot of like, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't. Well, that's on, that's on you guys and us to do a workshop ahead of time or whatever to make sure that they know how to go to the library, how to search it, how to find it, how to apply the template, and how to jump into a song if you have a random spirit moment. Okay. All right. We talked about that. Hang on. Okay. Never let your audience see what's going on behind the scenes. You never want them to see something like that. And I've seen this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my dad's a pastor of a 50-member church. Uh, it was, they used, they used to pastor a really large church in the community and then um, kind of retired and took a kind of a, a smaller church. Oh my goodness, it's like stepping back to 1994 when I go back to the church. Okay, so the ProPresenter operator, it's not ProPresenter, it's PowerPoint, seriously. And I see them during the middle of a worship set, close down one show, minimize PowerPoint, go to the desktop, find the thing, double click on it, comes up, sh go view show, sh sh and it comes. Oh, it's horrible. Never let them see what's going on behind the scenes. So you, all, the only thing they need to see is your lyrics or, what, or the media content, okay? The only exception, only, only, only exception is a power outage. That's it. So if, a power, if the power goes down, you need to reboot, get it up, get it, get it going as fast as you can. If they see the desktop, fine, get it to ProPresenter or whatever, fat, that's cool. But that's, that's it. <laughs> I have no other mercy for that. <laughs> okay, no repeat lines or hymnal directions. Never say repeat three times. This is page number 372 in your hymnal. Don't do that. If, if, uh, if you sing one line repeated, 
duplicate the slide and put it right next to it and have your operator go from one slide to the next. That way your rule of thumb, you're always hitting it on the word before the last word, it, it's always true, okay? So even if you're singing the same song multiple times, you don't have to say, okay, hey, stay here until that one, we're gonna sing that three times, just duplicate it right next to each other, okay? okay. Yeah. I would not, like, like one slide is, is normal and one, the next slide is italicized? No, I'd keep it exactly the same. Yeah, I would, I would stay with just straight lyrics for the entire song. I wouldn't change a thing. Just straight, yeah. Um, okay, set up your presentation software in the order of the service. Um, the only, really, they should only be using the space bar to get through the, the service, okay? That should be your main, because the cursor, I don't know if you all found, but sometimes the cursor can get lost, and then it's like, oh, I can't, uh, and they freak out. And, uh, and you gotta walk over, hang on, it's on the left screen. Sometimes it shows up on the real screen and you gotta pull it over and find. Um, but if they're using the space bar to just walk through the service, then you won't have that problem. Um, the only exceptions to these is, let's say your worship leader goes rogue. Okay, find them, you know. Or if you need it, to like, okay, I need to fire this video and play. Like, that's cool, but like for the most part, Put it in the order. So when you're building your presentation, put it in the exact order of service. Do y'all have problems with contiguous mode? Do y'all use, con in ProPresenter, you can use, do y'all have problems with that? Or do you use contiguous mode or not? You do? Okay, so if you use that mode, it goes in order and you hit the space bar and then you have to hit the space bar once to get it into the next section and then again to go in the thing and just to go to your first slide or your first element or whatever. So just teach your people that, that, okay, if I'm using the space bar, remember you gotta hit it once to get it in there and then hit it the next time to, do you find that that's, you, you like contiguous or no? So if you don't, you have to go over and click the next element and then, which is fine, but it, it used to be kind of buggy, but if it's in contiguous mode, then you can just use your space bar to get through it. Everybody still with me? Right, we'll take a break in a few minutes. And get some coffee or something. All right, slide transition. I talked about this a little bit, but my preference is to cut lyrics the entire service. We debated this at NewSpring um, on whether to use dissolves or whatever, and we went to cut and nobody even noticed. It wasn't even a thing. Slow songs, everything was cut. In fact, we went to cuts only on all of our iMag. We did not, uh, well, we had a few exceptions, but for the most part, in, in directing camera shots, we went to cut. So everything was cut. Um, just because ProPresenter has star transitions and crazy, doesn't mean you need to use them. In fact, please don't. I don't even know why they put it. Please don't use them. I, even at VBS, like, stay away from it. Okay, uh, if you have to use a dissolve, if you really, really want to, set them at two seconds. Um, Anything longer, I've seen churches that like, it's like five seconds and then by the time it transitions to the next lyrics, it's already ready for the, brutal. So two seconds, it's good. Are y'all feeling some of this stuff? Have y'all experienced some of this stuff? Okay, <laughs> am, I the, am I the only one? 
Okay, be ready to be flexible. We talked about this a little bit. There may be times when your lyric operator needs to find a song on the fly, make sure they know how to do that. Um, and stop getting mad at your worship leader. Um, your volunteers really do see that. Um, and I'm, I'm totally guilty of this. Like, gosh, I wish you would not do that. We, this is how we planned it. Uh, it. It's okay. Like, talk about that with him later. Don't bash your worship leader. Um, and if you're a worship leader, don't throw your tech crew under the bus because you have the microphone. Hello. Um, I don't, can y'all, I hate when it's like, uh, okay, you're going to see it on the screen. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on. They must be having trouble. Um, hey, can I, Mr. Tech guy, hey, can y'all, hey, brutal. So if you could explain to your worship leader, like I actually had to have these conversations to talk to your worship leader and say, and your pastors and say, hey, p- please don't, please don't do that. I promise you, promise you, promise you, we are working on it. You drawing attention to it makes the entire team look like we're, like we don't know what we're doing. So can you can you please not do that? Um, and if it's not on screen, just say, hey, I'm going to move on without that, and and just plow through. Like don't draw attention to it because you have the microphone. I'm going to start to preach. Uh, I might have to plug my laptop in here in a second. Good time for a break, I guess. All right. Uh, organize your templates. Uh, so periodically, do you guys use templates for lyrics or different things? I would highly suggest that. So you create a new template for lyrics, create one for your message, different things. But periodically organize, to clean them out. Because if you pull it up and then you go open it up and there's like 5,000, this is the lyrics that we use for blah, blah, blah. And then, then like clean those out. That way, if you need to find something on the fly, you can go, this is lyric number one or whatever template you use, okay? Uh, and make sure your volunteers know how to uh, find your templates. All right, pay attention. Nothing, nothing on screen is better than the wrong thing on screen. The show notes for this episode are available now at makingsundayhappen.com. This week in the mailbag, I have a question about announcements from Tony Stevenson. Tony was asking about pre- and post-service announcement loops and video announcements. Uh, Tony was asking, if you don't use still images in your announcement loop, how long should they be? Okay, so if they are motion graphics announcements, they should be around 30 seconds each. Okay, about 30, 30 seconds and then loop back around. Okay, for video announcement pieces like a church news kind of segment, two to three minutes max. Keep it short. If you go over three minutes, you're starting to lose people. So two to three minutes max. Okay, so motion graphics announcements, about 30 seconds. Uh, And then a church news or video announcement uh, piece, two to three minutes. Okay, question number two this week comes from Josiah Coop. He asks, what are your practices that are in place to keep volunteers from becoming overwhelmed initially. Okay, here's my answer. Don't throw them to the wolves right off the bat. You want to have slower, non-threatening entry points to serving. So, for example, don't have someone observe uh, observe running ProPresenter one service and then throw them on ProPresenter the next service. Probably not setting them up well. So you want to have a bit a, a longer uh, training process so that they can have a few times to learn and get comfortable before doing 
uh, the whole thing before uh, running that position in service. Uh, at New Spring Church, we had a Monday night training environment where we had the band was practicing on stage, and then at the end of the night, they would do a full run-through of the upcoming service. We had a full production team come out every Monday night, um, and that was a great training ground to train new people and also cross-train volunteers, uh, or seasoned or veteran volunteers. So this is a great place for new volunteers to feel comfortable before they are on a Sunday. So they can do as many Monday night trainings as they want to until they feel comfortable running a Sunday. So this might not work in your setting. You might need some Sunday afternoon trainings or something like that um, over and over. But if if you could create some type of non-stress training environment where they have a live band or a live situation that they can react to um, and they can feel comfortable in those scenarios, uh, that's when that's the point when you need to put them on on a Sunday. So how do you keep volunteers from becoming overwhelmed initially? Do not throw them to the wolves, okay? Train them up until they feel comfortable for Sunday. All right, Tony and Josiah, thank you so much for your questions. I really, really appreciate it. You can send in your questions directly to me, carl at 1230.media or hashtag mailbag on social media. Uh, you can jump onto Facebook. I love connecting uh, with folks on Facebook. So if you just want to send me a Facebook message or uh, post something and tag me with a question, uh, or I put up a lot of questions uh, during the week just to get conversation going. So if you want to tag me or answer one of those questions, uh, I'll see that and I can uh, put it on the show here uh, or I'll, our team will see that and uh, and we'll... Uh, possibly answered on the show for you. If you're not following me on Facebook, be sure to do that. We're having a lot of fun there. Or you can join our Facebook group, Making Sunday Happen. Uh, Just go to facebook.com forward slash Making Sunday Happen and join the group. You are making a difference every single weekend. I believe in you. If you need any help, prayer, or just to talk through something, feel free to contact us. You can send me an email, carl at 1230.media, or you can reach out on Facebook or any of our social platforms, be sure to reach out to me or any member of our team. We would love to help you. Thank you guys for listening and watching this week. Go out there and create some incredible worship experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week. Making Sunday Happen is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your church, visit makingsundayhappen.com.